Hello, and welcome to Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers and some really holy sisters. I'm Dave Orsborn, sitting here in the studio across from Sister Louis Mary Passeri. Morning, Sister. Good morning, Dave. Uh, sister uh, is a Dominican Sister of Peace, born in Steubenville, Ohio. She received her bachelor's from St. Mary's of the Springs, which is now Ohio Dominican University right here in Columbus, and her master's from Notre Dame in the great state of Indiana. Most of Sister's 65 years of profession were spent in the Columbus Diocese, serving as a teacher and administrator in elementary education. Sister also served as director of religious education in Lancaster, where I've heard that you educated a whole bunch of messerlies, right? <laughs> I did, okay. I did. It was a privilege. <laughs> that's, that's a conversation for another time, right? In her semi-retirement, Sister continues to serve as a spiritual director. She's also written two books. The most recent book, Gathered Fragments, is composed of three parts. The first part is a collection of reflections based on scripture. The second part is a collection of stories. And the third part deals with the liturgical seasons. This book could be helpful to everyone during the season of Lent. And the book may also be purchased online at the Dominican Sisters of Peace store at oppeace.org. So, Sister, what I thought we would do this morning, uh, we have a reflection from Pope Francis. And if we could, uh, I'll read it. Uh, This is from a homily from 2014. And then we'll share some thoughts about the reflection. Great. So a homily from 2014, our Holy Father, Pope Francis. With its invitations to conversion, Lent comes providentially to awaken us, to rouse us from torpor, from the risk of moving forward by inertia. The exhortation which the Lord addresses to us through the prophet Joel is strong and clear. Return to me with all your heart. Why must we return to God? Because something is not right in us, not right in society, not in the church, and we need, to ch- and we need it to change, to give it new direction. And this is called needing to convert. Once again, Lent comes to make its prophetic appeal to remind us that it is possible to create something new within ourselves and around us simply because God is faithful, always faithful, for he cannot deny himself. He continues to be rich in goodness and mercy, and he is always ready to forgive and start afresh. With this filial confidence, let us set out on this journey. From Pope Francis in 2014. What stood out for you, sister? What stood out in the reflection? What stood out? <clears throat> well, I think his homily is beautiful. Uh, you read a part of it. The whole thing is beautiful, inspiring. And he, to me, he is calling us to conversion. We are, we are born in a, a society that's fallen. Uh, it's, it's limited. We have a human nature that's fallen human nature. Jesus came to redeem us and show us how beautiful we can be. And just by our daily lives, sometimes we lose sight of that. And we need to be called back. 
conversion means to return to the Lord. You know that word return means R-E, to do it again, turn again, turn again. And I remember hearing a homily some years ago that was on conversion, and the homilist said, you know, we can't just turn on our own. We need to be turned. Mm. So God gives us the invitation. God is always the initiator. He invites us to come closer, to come back. But we have to answer that invitation. And when we do that, we are allowing God to turn us back because we cannot turn ourselves. So we're saying, turn me, God, and then I will be turned. It's like a toy that, well, now they have batteries for everything, but used to have wind-up toys. Mm -hmm. And after you ran the toy a little while, the, 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 you had to wind it up again. It ran out of juice or whatever you call <laughs> it. And you had to rewind it. You had to turn it again. It's like a cell phone. You use it so long, but then you need to plug it in and recharge the battery. We get so bogged down with our daily lives, the responsibilities, the temptations, the challenges we have, that we need to stop and think, where, who am I and where am I going? And what's my relationship to God? And Lent is a perfect time for that, to remind us of those things. And you know, the three things that we usually associate with Lent, like a triangle, we have prayer, fasting, which is penance, mm -hmm. and almsgiving, which is giving to the poor or whatever. And all three of those elements are part of Lent, an essential part of Lent. And Pope uh, Francis stresses prayer in this homily. You didn't get to read it all, but he stresses the importance of prayer. And I think a lot of times we can... can well, maybe we don't think enough about the definition of prayer. There are many definitions. Conversation with God, lifting your eyes, your heart up to God, a loving glance. Mm. But God is always the one who invites us to conversation with him. And we are called to pay attention to that invitation and respond. So for me, the homily, number one, was a reminder that I'm called to conversion every day to make that effort. And secondly, it calls me to prayer, which is one of the main ways for this conversion to take place. And Pope Francis makes a distinction between public prayer and private prayer. Public prayer, when we come together to offer the liturgy, uh, and say the office, many people say the uh, office, um, liturgy of the hours. Mm -hmm. And um, when we come to Mass, we offer ourselves with Jesus to the Father. And we are small potatoes compared to what Jesus is, right? Right. And yet, because God loves us so much, we are valuable. We are valuable enough for Jesus to die for us and win us a place in heaven. And so we, we should look forward to that time where we pray together and offer sacrifice and offer praise and confess our sinfulness at the beginning of Mass 
knowing that God is merciful and always ready to forgive. And um, during the pandemic, we were fortunate to have technology where the mass could be broadcast and people could pray the mass in their homes. And that was a great blessing. But there was no way that we could receive the Eucharist Mm. at that time. And that is really, I mean, the, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. And um, I was fortunate because I live at St. Mary of the Springs, a mother house, and we had mass uh, in chapel, but it was transmitted to our rooms by way of television. But then we had Eucharistic ministers come around and distribute communion. But I have good friends who told me how much they missed the Eucharist. Right. And I felt so, so blessed and spoiled in a sense. And so... So now, I mean, this might sound like an aside, but I, I feel I have to say it anyway. So many people have got accustomed to praying the Mass at home by way of the Internet mm-hmm. that they don't see a need or a desire to go to, to, go to church. And, and I just want to remind those people that it, it isn't the same. It's good. It's good when nothing else is available, but they are depriving themselves of the bread of life. They are depriving themselves of the daily bread they need to just continue to be faithful in this life, in this world. And so, and they're also depriving themselves of praying with their brothers and sisters as a family. So I wanted to make that point. And um, we're going to be together here for the next three days. And I know that this is going to come out, loving God and loving neighbor, in one of our next uh, conversations. So we can talk uh, and dig maybe uh, per a little bit deeper into the importance of community and, and, and sharing the time together. We only have about a minute and a half left, sister. This being the very, very first day okay. of Lent, Ash Wednesday, what's the takeaway? So... For, for our listeners who may have been to Mass already or, or not, how should they start their Lent if they already haven't okay. done one well, thing? Uh, see, the other part of <clears throat> Francis was the private prayer, and I wanted to make a point for that. Private prayer is just having conversation with God, and I encourage everyone to read the Scriptures even if it's only one paragraph a day, even if it's only the reading of the Mass, and ask yourself, how is that scripture alive for me today? Today was the miracle of the blind man. How am I blind, O oh God? Mm. Cure my blindness. Am I blind to seeing the needs of others? Am I blind to my own faults? Open my eyes, God. And so if I, I guess if I leave with this last thought, that God calls us to repentance, he calls us to turn back to him. He will turn us when we ask him to, and he will give us the grace to converse with him and to listen to him in the scriptures in our private prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. You've been listening to Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers, and today, Sister Louis Mary Passeri. Join us again tomorrow. God bless.